And Thor's like, Hercules, your your bootstraps look a little loose. Hercules is like, well, yeah, I lend them to Hulk when he went on his vacation. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Hercules is back, right? Oh, we're back. Welcome to What Geeks Do. <laughs> Episode 9, I'm uh, No Job Rob, and this is my co-host. Poop, 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 pizza. Pizza. Welcome, Charles Monster Ford's March to the show. Yeah. What's up, Charles? How we doing? Good. You know what, Good. Marsh? Great I realized the other day that we never, ever gave you time to tell us what you do and, and you know, introduce us to some of your, your past work and and your uh, websites and stuff. We kind of, like, when we first had you on, we kind of, you said hi, and just we blew right past it. So let's get this time to Charles Marsh Charles. and tell us, where could we find your amazing work, and what is this amazing work that you do? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm most liked by Jared from um, <coughs> Subway. Dude, you almost made Oh, oh my, my professional work. Oh. oh, my God. Dude, I would have to stop all this. <laughs> I would spit beer all over my keyboard. It was just, you know, like, <laughs> I was expecting. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> he started and ended his career by trying to get into smaller pants. <laughs> oh my god! The latest news. Yeah. No, I um I, I make custom action figures. I sculpt. Um, you now, where some, did you? Uh, did you uh you said you blew up a while back when well I noticed you blew up a while back when uh after you did something for OMFG, right? Yeah, I worked with the the guys at October Toys and together we we kind of put together a series of minifigures. And it's called OMFG and it's not what you think it stands for. It stands for <laughs> Outlandish Minifigure Guys. Cool. And oh, um it's a, it was a series of five figures. And a bunch of talented artists. I can't take much credit because there were, you know, four other dudes. Well, actually, five other dudes that were working on this. And um, it kind of, you know, we did a, a Kickstarter to get it funded, and it kind of blew the roof off a of Kickstarter at the time. Wow, I didn't know you were involved with that, Charles. I, I, I funded that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but mine, I didn't know you mine were involved. was multi. Mine was multi skull. Okay. The character multi skull. Cool. And, um, what series did you fund, no job? Uh, the OMFG, maybe it was Series One or Series Two. I don't, I don't okay. remember, but it was. Uh, I funded one of them, and uh, I contributed uh, my character um, Twitch. As, oh, remember? okay, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was uh, Series Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do I know? Yeah. yeah right. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's, that's, cool. that's so cool. You started getting a bunch of people asking you for customs after that. Did yeah. that do anything for and your it was, career? It was. It was in it was involvement both with the October's Toys Forum and um, the OMFG stuff that really kind of got my name out there and and that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of backed up now. I'm still kind of backed up on commissions and working my behind through them, and that's one reason know. why. Every time mm-hmm. I talk to you, you're always saying you're trying to get caught up on these commissions and working hard to get them done. Yeah, because I've got some commissions that have been, <laughs> been they've been you know, here for a while. They've been an idol for a while. Mm. Yeah. Get her done. Yeah. But I'm I'm making headway. Like I've I've quit doing I've quit taking on commissions right now. Hopefully one of these days I'll be able to cuz there's been several people that have been asking me to do stuff and I hate telling people no, but yeah. at the same time it's not fair to people that have been waiting for stuff. So 
Mm. Um, that's what I'm doing now. I'm catching up on the old stuff and, um, hopefully I'll be able to get some, some, uh, some extra time pretty soon to get some of my stuff, new stuff out there. Yeah. Your um, new stuff as in like what stupid force and stupid um, force. That yeah. looks cool. Yeah. I, stupid I force that. is just the idea behind it. Um, is just stuff that I find at flea markets, thrift stores and all that, that I just kind of throw together. And, you know, I kind of create a backstory for each piece that I make, and people seem to really enjoy that. But, yeah, they um, sell out pretty quick. I mean, they sell out within the hour, I think, most of the time. Yeah, and some sometimes sometimes if I've done a pretty good job of pitching it and getting it out to the right folks, like, they don't last but a few minutes. Yeah. So I have a stupid force, right? I, yeah, you have when, a few stupid force. I yeah. Think. My favorite piece from you is probably, uh, oh, hold on. Uh, okay, Mike. Uh, one of our friends was trying to call to see if he wants to be on the show. Did you want me to put him on or no? Who's that? Estelle. Oh sure, yeah. I like uh, yeah. Mike Estelle. So we could just cut this, right? We just pause it. Okay, we we yeah. Let's get Mike on the show. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, are you <laughs> able to come on right now? Because we're we're recording. Okay. You probably find a lot of good figures down in the south, okay. huh, Charles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because oh, you guys yeah. are like ten years behind right, the no rest problem. of Thanks like <laughs> the rest of the country. <laughs> I when I was in North Carolina, I noticed holy shit when I went to a thrift shop, I'm like, damn, you guys got shit that like is like ten years behind. I haven't seen in a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, you find like I found I collect Hulk and um, don't I know we, it? I saw them pictures we, recently. Yeah. I, I, hey, oh, oh yeah. Back pizza, Ooh, little slice. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some. <laughs> so Mike's not coming on. No, I can't. So what are you guys talking about, Hulk? Now? No, what? we're talking about Charles. No, no, no. We're talking about finding stuff at thrift stores. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. So Charles finds we... his good shit at uh, thrift stores and flea markets down where he's from. Yeah, yeah man. So uh, you know, you were telling me the other day you could still find shit from the '80s at your flea markets. Yeah, That's what I was just yeah. saying. Yeah, they're like ten years behind down there. Yeah, and he's finding that shits for like two dollars a piece or even cheaper oh, here I'm by us. Than that. It's like, like I've got my favorite place to go to. It's a little thrift store called Granny's Attic in Manning, South Carolina. Oh, great! I'm giving away too much information because other people will be looking now. But. Uh, um, <laughs> no, that's all right. That's yeah. all right. They, she's got a big bin of toys that they restock quite often, and it's wow. like ten cents a piece. Damn, wow. ten cents. Oh, that's yeah. And and the good thing about that is, like sometimes, like if you'll find something in there that's like a little thing, and it's like I don't want to pay a buck for that. I don't want to pay two bucks for that or whatever. Sure. Like, there's no question about it. When it's ten cents, you just fill up a basket with junk. Yeah, and, back in the day, um, it was like kind of in our like early 20s we used to hang out with this kid v and he was to always like bring us to the flea market to find all stuff like this and that was like our thing we would just go to the flea markets every weekend and just buy stuff man it was so much fun finding all that stuff mm -hmm. but nowadays you go to a flea market now and and you and you see like i don't know a he-man figure that's fully equipped that thing's like a hundred bucks yeah they you know? they're overcharging up here well now. i'll tell you what that's all a result of is shows like American Pickers and that Toy Hunter guy. I have to admit it, though, dude. I love American Pickers, man. When that oh, came, I like on, American I, Pickers. You know what it is? I just like those. The, I like the way those guys talk, and I don't know. It's, that was yeah. a fun show. I never they, saw that show. 
Yeah, it's fun. It's a very relaxing show. I remember I was working on a a, a huge project, and uh, I had that on repeat. And that uh, kept me up until 4 o'clock in the morning some Done the same thing, dude. Yeah. I love that show. I should check it out then? Oh, definitely. I, yeah. I don't know if you'd be into it or not. I don't know. Do you, you, do you ever like any of those reality pawn shop shows? Uh, well, this is not, not quite like that. It's not a pawn shop, but... These guys, basically, it's these two guys. I can't remember where they're from. It's somewhere up north. And um, they travel around in a van... And they go to different places. They go all over the country. And they look for people that have old stuff to sell. Okay. Like, I like that. And they like, particularly, they, they, they both like, like cars and stuff like that. And the old promotional stuff for cars. Like, you know, those old signs for like, um, like, Just like gas signs. stations and, and yeah. events. And they'll find like cars that are buried underground. And they're like, yeah, we buried that truck back. Out back, you want to dig it up, you can have it. <laughs> or you know, or, really? Yeah, or they'll find bikes that are like in the worst condition, and they'll bring it to this guy to, to you know, re, uh, what's the word? Re, refurbish it. Yeah, yeah, sounds interesting to me. I mean, it's oh, I- a great show, and the two guys are so cool. Like you just kind of want to hang out with them. Yeah, yeah they, they got that, like really that, cool that, guys. I watched Hoarders welcome, like you know, once or twice. Yeah, Hoarders is disturbing. That show depresses the crap out of me. Yeah, that's depressing. Because I'm a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, look at this shit here. These people, like, they don't want to get rid of nothing. Mm-hmm. But they got some cool shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. You just got to dig through the 14 years of newspaper to get to <laughs> American Pickers. I'll check it out. Yeah. But the show that's really done a lot of damage for being able to find anything at a decent price is that Toy Hunter. Toy Hunter? What's that? Yeah, it was. I can't remember what network it was on TLC or something like that. But it's uh, that this sounds guy, more up my alley, huh? That sounds more like my kind of. Thing. Oh, it's eh, the show's a lot of bull though. Like it's the guy has stuff like set up ahead of time where he goes and he'll it'll show him getting this great deal from people and it's like it's just some of it's just way too convenient. Yeah, for it to be real, it's got to be scripted. And the guy is like. He's been known for spewing out false information about toys, too. Yeah. So it's like, I, I really kind of question his um, actual knowledge about toys sometimes, and whether it's just for him, it's just a show. We have an expert here in New Jersey that's actually in the comic book, man, uh, Rob Bruce. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And Rob Bruce, I personally know him, and uh, he is an expert, and he knows his shit. Oh, yeah. I could see him having his own show and doing that some really very, interesting stuff. That you know? would be very cool. Yeah. That would be fun. Uh, I remember I went to, he had a, um, a store at one point and before he decided to go all online. But he had a store, man. I remember going to that store back, I don't know, in my 20s. And it was, so it was a couple of years ago, uh, a while ago, actually. And um, it was just, it was so cool. Like you would go in there and it was stuff. On top of stuff, on top of stuff that you haven't seen in so long. Because basically, what happened was, okay, I was I stopped playing with toys around fourteen. You know, Rob told me I was too old to play with toys around that age. <laughs> you know, but did that ever get recorded? That 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 whole that whole speech when you? Uh, when I don't I, think it did. No. Hey, hey, you want me, did I ever tell you about this, Marsh? About the time that? Uh, let me let me just tell you about this real quick. Yeah, tell me about it. All right, so here's what happened. GI Joe's was me and Rob's favorite figures to play with mm-hmm. because they had the most articulation, they had the most characters, 
they were just so much fun, you know? And mm-hmm. we had the most of them. We had a bunch of Star Wars that we got from my uncle. And he didn't want to give them to me until I was old enough to appreciate them. Unfortunately, I wasn't old enough to appreciate them yet because <laughs> my boy, this kid down the street, talked us into trading them all for his G.I. Joe's. And got- still to this day, I think it's a, a great trade, and I'm happy that I did it. For the time. I, for the time. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we're not talking money, you know what I mean? But actually, if oh, you think yeah. about it now, like, I don't know. like They're probably worth the same about the same amount of money. I'm not sure. But I think... Uh, uh, loose figures? No. This was Star Wars for Star original, Wars, original Star, Wars. Star Wars and the original G.I. Joe's Nows, loose, complete weapons, I would say they go for the same amount of price, right? Yeah, no, no. I don't know. Some yeah. yeah, some of them don't match up. Some of the G.I. Joe's are worth some money, but not like the Star Wars figures, particularly yeah, think, like the ones at the end of the line. Some I, of those I would go say packaged, yeah, but loose? No, I don't know. I'm talking about loose. I would like, say I, we go for ten dollars each. No, you got ripped off pizza. Let's face the facts. Yeah, no, At the time, I got ripped off. <laughs> yeah, he it, did. It just on in the long run, yeah, maybe. But as a kid, who cares? It was toys. Yeah, as, a kid, as a kid, it was worth it. Yeah. So this kid roped us in by telling us all this facts that he knew about. I don't even know if they were facts. Actually, <laughs> all this stuff that he knew oh, about. They were, they were G.I. real. Joe. They were true. They were true. Go ahead. He would say he would tell us he would get us all hyped before the trade too. He'd be like, "Yeah, I got Storm Shadow. You want to know what Storm Shadow could do?" Mm-hmm. He was like, "He could shoot an arrow from twenty miles away through a star, an American flag." <laughs> and I'm like, "What? That's like eagle eye vision." Twenty miles away. That's funny. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think he said yeah. two miles away, but <laughs> that's he, said, he said a long distance. I don't remember exactly. Long distance. Thing, he did, but I know it blew my tits off. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. so so then he said, he was like, and I was all obsessed with Road Pig when I was little because I always like big, beefy dudes. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, I like, I like we just learned something here. about you we didn't know. <laughs> I, I, I like Brock Lesnar. I liked Andre Giant. I like those dudes that could just rip you in half. You know what I mean? They take you they take you out back if you got a problem with at the bar, and they rip that ass apart. <laughs> it still you know sounds bad for you, man. Here's <laughs> the beef. <laughs> Where's the beef, baby? No, so, so, so. Anyway, we, we really got into GI Joe's after that. I love those figures so much. Yeah. And Rob's favorite figures were Shockwave. You remember him? Oh heck yeah! He borrowed the name from the Transformers because I guess they were both from Hasbro. So that was pretty cool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah, it really was. He also liked Snake Eyes, and he liked the double sword Snake Eyes in the chest. That was right? my man, yeah. My oh, jammies yeah. were uh, Blizzard. And because I like dudes that came with extra stuff, like Zartan came with his little like uh, water water skipper, and uh, Blizzard came with um, yeah, he had, like, water his skis. Junk. I like Sepentor because he came with his little floater. Like it was cool. He float around. So here's what I used to do, man. I used to get <laughs> so into playing toys. I would go in the backyard and I would dig holes and I would get vines and twigs and I make little like little gates. Or like little doors to put over these holes. Mm-hmm. So when you would, your your characters would get caught, they would go into that prison, and then you would have to bring your 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 figure and try to save them and get them out. Oh yeah. And I set the whole backyard up like it was levels from a video game. Yeah. And I would do this all morning. I wake up real early and I would get out there, man. I would get out there, right? And then Rob would come over and he'd be like, "Oh, let's let's play, let's hang out." So and what we would do is we would take all the good guys because the bad guys were off limits. They were like the people we fought, yeah. right? 
So we we put them up in rows, like 10 each, right? We had so many G.I. Joes. We really <laughs> didn't have a lot of vehicles or anything. We had a couple, but we didn't have none of those nasty shits. So, so um, what we would do is we would pick. You go, I go. We would pick uh, rock, paper, scissors. We usually end up picking our favorites first. You always won, sec- too. I remember that. Yeah, I was always – I always won. I, I remember that. Now you say that. <laughs> Bullshit. I was so lucky. So, but we always knew who we were going to pick until about the middle. Yeah. And then and then we would even trade at some points. Remember we would trade? You remember the first couple picks were like him, 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 him. It would come real quick. And then yeah, like and halfway through we'd be like, uh, mm, now some thought goes into it. Yeah. You know, who like, does pick? this guy go with this guy? Can yeah. this guy help me out during my adventure? Yeah. I don't know. You know? Is this guy gonna hold us back? That's how, you know, how can I use Tunnel Rat in 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 the what he set up in the backyard for this event? <laughs> yeah. You know, we were like into it. So um, so here's what happened, right? This came out of nowhere. There was no lead up, no nothing. This was just this dude comes in the backyard, smacks me in the face, and hits me in reality. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, what? And what I'm talking about is, okay. I got all the figures. And for this mission, this was a special mission. There was no paper, scissors, rocks. There was no people picking nothing. It was we had two figures already picked. It was a special mission. I planned the whole night when I was trying to put myself to sleep at night. I thought about this, right? It was Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes, best friends going on a mission. Just that, right? All the G.I. Joes were captured in each level. In each level, we had to go against the baddest dudes. And take out the baddest bosses to get all the way up to the end where Cobra Commander was. Now, let me tell you what I had so far. I had, uh, I had Zartan. That was the lower levels. Then I had Mindbender. Then I had uh, Destro. Then I had uh, uh, Cobra Commander, Serpentor. Then I had Cobra La. And at the end, la, la, you, la, 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 la. sorry. At the end, when you think that shit's <laughs> over, Cobra Commander comes out to show you he's the real shit. That's the uh-huh. real. You know he was right? real shit. You know he steps aside and lets the other people take the light for once in a while. But you know who the real villain is of GI Joe is. Yeah. So that's how yep. I planned it. Yeah. So he comes over. I was like, Yo, man. I was like, Hey, you know, I've been working on this shit for two hours. I got this, this, this. I had the whole yard set up. He's like, Okay, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm Storm Shadow. You're Snake Eyes. Let's do this. He goes. He holds. He holds Snake Eyes and he goes. He hands it back to me. I go. What's? Well, you want to be Storm Shadow? He goes. No, man. Don't you think we're a little old for this? <laughs> I'm like, a little old for this? I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, come on, man. The girls are out front. I go, and he leaves me standing there with these two figures. I brought mad chicks. And I'm, I'm looking at the two figures, and, and he leaves me by myself to ponder my thoughts. And he's like, he's like, I, I'm, I say to myself, I'm like, girls. I'm like, girls? And I, all of a sudden, I just realized, like, yeah, this is the last time I'm allowed to play with these toys. It's not acceptable anymore. Yeah. So I took Snake Eyes, his figure, and I fucking threw that shit so far across the fucking yard. And I was like, fuck girls! You fucked up, man. I never found my Snake Eyes. Dude, I threw that into your backyard. That's how far I threw that shit. You know I didn't and want to. And then I was so angry that who, whatever girls were out front, I just started dropping fucking mean elbows on everybody. Oh. <laughs> That was the time, man. How old were you? I was 14. Yeah, it's time to give it up. Yeah, man. I, I wish I... And, oh, and then not too long later, 
I'm like, no, you know what? I'll play in private when no one's looking. I'll play. I got to sleep. I mean, I had bunk beds, right? And I, and I had one of those bunk beds that had the dresser that was underneath the bunk bed, and the other bunk bed came out like the letter L. Yeah. So I moved the dresser out a further bit, and I was tiny. So I could fit back there, and I put all my posters and my drawings of X-Men up and shit like that. And I would go behind there, and I would I was really into making tents. So I would take all my sheets and like fucking figure out a way to get them to stay onto my bunk bed, and I would just be back there playing. And I'd set up all my no. boglins to watch because my <laughs> my boglins were like my pretend, my imaginational friends that I had physical copies of. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I really thought those things were alive. Yeah, man. And I was you were back 14. there playing. Yeah, I was back there playing, and all of a sudden my mom's comes in the door. She's like, "Pizza, get out from underneath the bunk bed." <laughs> And I came out, I'm like, what's going on? She's got my R2-D2 toy box, right? I I don't know anyone that had this, and I still can't find this thing today. It was about a four-foot toy box that was R2-D2. It was like exact size of the real thing. I've seen those. Yeah. So, yeah, and the head would come off, and it was like a dome, and that was like the cap, and you put all your toys in there. (laughs) So she rolls R2-D2 in. There's no cap on, and she she's like, she starts <laughs> start throwing all your shit in here, and I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, get your toys and put them inside the. Art. And I'm thinking I'm cleaning my room up, she so I'm like, all too. right, I'm cleaning my room up. Was that no job? She knew that too. So she knew I'm it was cleaning time. my room up, and and all of a sudden she's <laughs> like, all right, keep take one that you want to keep. I go, whoa, whoa, do we? What do you mean one I want to keep? I'm like, I, this. I needed time. I needed like a whole fucking week to think about this. <laughs> so Apparently I'm like, not. I'm like, who do I take? And I, I, I still don't remember 100% who I took. And I think I took one of my Boglins because it was like my best friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she's like, we're going to give these away to, to Goodwill. And I'm like, what? You gave him all my toys away? I'm like, what is, what's going on? Like, why is this whole world <laughs> crashing down on top of me? And my whole world's changing. And now i got to hang out with girls and and have, like, no toys in my room. Like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? It was horrible. Around, right? yeah. What's that? I said, good thing you had me around. I was the guy that was, like, under my bed. I had my Playboys and my J.J.'s. Because I knew that shit would come around again. But I knew it was time for, like, girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were we still like? Were we still making weapons and shit? Yeah, we hung out the girls behind the scenes. Okay, so we still uh, did like. We didn't want nobody to know, but we still did that kind of stuff. You were secretly geeky. Yeah, we were secretly yeah, geeky secretly because geeky. it wasn't cool to be geeky. But you know, I brought the chicks. I broke pizza out. You know, I said, you know, this is how it's got to be for now. But don't worry, man. We'll come back to it. <laughs> you want to talk about chicks, man? In our neighborhood. If you didn't keep your chick on lockdown, somebody would somebody would swoop in and take that shit. Swoop? It was like every neighborhood. Ain't nobody doing shit but sweep. It, 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 it doesn't stop when they're not kids anymore. No, it doesn't. It goes on for the rest of your life. There was this kid. We'll, we'll call him Sweet B, right? Who's Sweet B? Kid. I don't know who Sweet B is. He was the leader of the bullies. Now you know who I'm talking about? Kinda. Oh yeah, Sweet B. Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll call him Sweet B because mm-hmm. he was sweet with the ladies. Right? <laughs> he used to be the leader of the boys, bullies, and he used to come and fuck with us all the time, right? Mm-hmm. This kid, once he found out we had all these girls, he started being friends with us, and he took each one of our girls one by one. <laughs> 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 
Dude, he took every single... They, like, got in line for this kid. No, and that, waited, I think he saw our patient. action figures, too. <laughs> he waited... They all waited in line patiently for their turn. It was it was a crazy. <laughs> so, let me tell you a quick story since we're just talking about this kid already. Yeah. Um, Sweet B? Uh, Sweet B, I was just talking about the other day. Remember in the last podcast, I think it was episode... What was it? Five when we were talking about... No. The, that wasn't oh, the that last. was uh, Champions ep- of the Hood. <laughs> we're in episode, episode nine now. <laughs> okay, episode three, Champions of the Hood. Okay. Uh, we were talking about uh, that giant kid that challenged us to uh, a yeah. six-man oh, fight yeah. tag team. Or or what is it? What is it? What are those matches called when you have a last man standing Last fight. man standing. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so this kid, he was like, it was in- insane. He went to jail for manslaughter. Mm-hmm. And I just found out that he actually got released. Oh, and fuck. He's coming no, he's, for us. No, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead? He's dead. Yeah, he died? Heroin overdose. Shut up. Oh, no man. lie, he died. Are you serious? Yeah, he's dead. Damn. So talk all the shit you want. go, I guess. So listen. <laughs> so this funny. kid, <laughs> this kid, I found out, uh, Sweet Bee used to say, you know, you guys always talk about it because he listened to the show. He's like, you guys always talk about us. Like, we, we always attack you guys, and we're like the mean kids, but you guys antagonized us the whole time. And that's true. <laughs> yeah, we we would, me and, and No Job <laughs> and our friend, uh, our two other friends, we would we would throw rocks at the bullies. Yeah, we were and fantastic. run for, for our lives. Yeah. We, <laughs> we totally instigated that whole situation. <laughs> oh, we would see them and be like, yo, who wants to throw the shoe at them? You know what I mean? And then let's see who runs. We would play this game. Where we would take our shoe off, right? And we'd all step in a line. Now, kids, listen up, because if you got any bullies, you want to try this out. <laughs> okay, you all stand in a line, right? You take your shoe off, yeah. and you throw it as far as you can. And wherever your shoe lands, you have to stand Uh-oh. in front of that shoe. Yeah. Now, a person that gets the closest to the bully's house wins. And everybody was scared to do it. Some of us would just like throw the shoe like a butt. And just fucking throw it right in front of you and be like, no, I'm not going any further. <laughs> anyway, I'll get back to those stories another time. I don't want to take like, this whole podcast about the stories. But I do want to tell you about this story, No Job, because I think it'll make you laugh. I was talking to Sweet B. This kid used to bully him. The kid that we fought and beat during the last man standing match. Right? So I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, man, you know how you say we, we always beat you guys up. Well, these guys always beat us up. So I'm like, all right, well, what happened? He goes, well, this one time my brother came out and he was like, yo, man, that kid beat you up all the time. He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, well, you got to beat him back. And he's like, well, he's bigger than me. And this kid was like the kid. Sweet B was like a lot shorter than us at the time. And um, this kid was like two of him. Okay. He was towering over him and his size. He could pick this kid up. And probably take his arms and rip him in half. He was insane. Wow. So his brother was older and he was like, listen, you got to defend yourself. You got to stand up for yourself. This is what you got to do. He's like, go up to him, take this hammer and smack him in the face with it. <laughs> Whoa. And he's like, he's like, yeah, really? I should do that? And he's like, yeah. Sweet B, take this hammer, hit that motherfucker in his face and he won't stop fucking with you. And I'm like, I'm, st- I'm saying to myself, Dude, this kid, this kid's brother told him to kill this kid. Yeah. <laughs> because if that kid really swung that hammer, 
He would have busted his face up and possibly killed, killed him. that kid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So here's what happened. That's how we grew up. <laughs> this kid, he he he's walking around with his hammer, looking for the fight. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, he sees the giant. Giant comes up, starts. Uh, he's on his bicycle. He starts uh, circling around him like fucking like motorcycle gangs do when they find somebody that's in their territory that's not supposed to be in there, like in a apocalyptic world, you know? Yeah. He starts spinning around him, and he's like, he's like, what you doing with that hammer? He's like, I'm going to smack you in the face with it. He's like, <laughs> he's like you ain't going to do shit. And he spits on him, right? Oh. So, so Sweet B takes the hammer and swings at him and misses. And he's like, dude, you swing that again at me again, I'm going to kick your ass. So he's like, come kick my ass then. And so he spun around him real quick, and he took off. And Bobby's like, oh, I scared him off. <laughs> oh, did I just say his name? All right. Sweet B. Sweet B. <laughs> Sweet, Sweet, uh, <laughs> Sweet B goes, and, and it, he circles around Sweet B, and he takes off. And he's like, oh, I guess I scared him. All of a sudden, the giant goes, pulls on his brakes, stares at him for like a second. And, and Sweet B's like, oh, this shit's about to go down, right? <laughs> So he's got his hammer all to the side. He's got his fucking put his foot pivoted, right? And he's got his hand out like on, on his like leg ready to go. And this kid just gets on his bike like the dude from fucking Joker from Akira, right? And he's like, coming after him, lightning fast, and he's like charging like juggernaut, right? Or like Rhino coming after him, and all his dust is coming up, and then all of a sudden sh- he throws the hammer at the giant. The hammer spins in the air. Goes right into this kid's spokes. The whole fucking bike slams up like a fucking mousetrap. This kid's face hits the fucking ground so hard and explodes his face like a fucking someone dropped an eggplant out of a six-story building, yo. He, he was he was really seriously hurt, and Bobby just took oh shit. And then Sweet B just took off running. All the way back to his brother. And he kept looking back, and the kid was still mangled up in his bike, all contorted, fucking all weird and shit. And he's still laying there like fucking somebody just smashed a cricket, right? <laughs> and then he goes up to um, his brother. He's like, did you do it? He's like, yeah, I did. He goes, well, there you go, buddy. You you, you won today. You got to win. He's like, I did get to win. Oh, but yeah, I thought good. that was a great story. That was a good story. Good. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm like fired up over here with this shit. That was good. Sweet B, man. That one. Let's take a break. Go, Sweet B. Go. Crunchy Green Lights presents What Geeks Do. Many of the greatest talks in pod entertainment. Just tune in and listen. You'll get the funniest, most memorable moments from the show. Get your What Geeks Do today. Shows upon shows, all free, at the click of a button. Here's how to order. To order, tune in to WhatGeeksDo.com or subscribe on iTunes for all the shows or YouTube What Geeks Do to get the latest. Order yours today. I like the old one because it's classic. It's what I know.
Welcome back to Walking School, episode 9. I'm no Jeff Rob, and this is my co-host. Pizza! Pizza, welcome back, Charles Marsh, Monster Ford's Marsh, to the show. I'm back! Yeah! And uh, we got some stuff to talk about tonight. Yeah, I, I want to talk about this right now. Is he really a guest, or is he one of us? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Charles? He's the third dude, you know? I would it, he's one of the hosts. Yeah. One of us. 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 I thought yeah. we were all going to start chanting after a second. I was well, hoping. No. <laughs> we can. <laughs> oh, you want to try it? One of us. One of us. One 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 of us. us. No, we got to get on cue here. One Ready? Of one, us. two, three. One of us. All right. So, um,. Yeah, that was Sweet B. Sweet B. And uh, shout out to Sweet B. We love so you, dude. Sweet B. Even though you kicked their asses and all your all your friends kicked their asses, you we we got you, okay? We got you. We'll look past all your punkitness and Yeah. Yeah, remember that one time where he come up to me, you, and like two of our other friends and he's like, You guys, a bunch of wusses, you ain't strong. Not- I bet you if you all grabbed me at once, I could break off each one of you like the Hulk. That's what he thought. And, dude, he was like, he was like, make sure it's secure, right? So Rob got him in a headlock and, and like a standing headlock and got his arm underneath his, his armpit and he's holding his arm as tight as hell with the thing. The other guy got the other arm. One dude's got his leg and one guy got his waist and his other leg. And he's like, all right, guys, get me good. Get me good. Real good. We got him, right? And he goes, all right, now you guys ready? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, I'm going to break out of this. And four of us are holding this kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> four of us are holding this kid, and he tries to break, and he couldn't move at all. No, move. And he goes, let go of me, guys. Let go of me. And we were just laughing. We were holding him. Like, this is our chance to make this kid look, like, inferior to us. Remember that? You he, remember? Could, he couldn't move at all. Wow. He was like, he couldn't even budge. Oh, so funny. And we finally let go of him, and he run, run away like, fuck you, guys. That's what happens when the bad kid was a good kid's neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. You, get, you get held for 10 seconds. By yourself. If he brought his crew, it would have been another story. <laughs> they were older, yeah. So anyway, I think it's about that time for some uh, Transformer Bios. This is Transformer Bios. Woo! All right. Our first Transformers file reading is Blur. Uh, He's from the movie, right? He's from the movie. And uh, these are, for anybody listening, these are the old files from the Marvel Transformers Universe handbook, which was one of the greatest handbooks ever. Who wrote Um, that? Hmm? Who wrote that? Uh, Bob Budiansky. I think it was Bob, wasn't it? I know him. Yeah. He was the guy... Um, pizza, you got to meet him, right? Yes, and I wish I was more into Transformers when I met him because yeah, I would appreciate the meat a lot more. Yeah, he died, right? No, no. he's alive. Oh. He's just very mad at well, the world. Oh yeah, okay, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, his, this is the file for Blur, and uh, here we go. His allegiance is Autobot. His function is as a data courier. His first appearance was in Transformers the movie number one, which they're referring to the adaptation comic book that Marvel put out. 
Um, his quote is, the faster it is, the better I like it, which he more than likely said, the faster it is, the better I like it. So, you know, <laughs> nice. Because uh, Dan Moshida did his voice in the movies. And now, who's Dan Moshida? The oh, the guy remember, from Micro Machines, right? Yeah, the Micro Machines guy. You remember him. Now, did he like, really talk that fast or did they speed his voice up? No, he talks that fast. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he's, he, at one time, he was like the... Uh, he held the record for the fastest talking person in the world. Wow. I don't know if he still has that or not. I didn't know that. Yeah. Get him on board. Get him, get him, get him, get him. He's the freak out. He like got the Dinobots on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of getting him on board, we need to get him on this show. Can we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. We'd have to slow it down the whole thing. Yeah, no he would talk said- normal. We would be like, so what did you think about that? I'd be like, what did he say? Huh? <laughs> you like told me. <laughs> Let's see his what profile. Is- huh? What? What did he say his name was? Galvatron. Yep. Okay. Profile. Blur is the fastest Autobot in motion and in conversation. He talks nonstop and continuously if no one tells him to put a sock in it. And he is a superior messenger because he can whisk information from one place to another so fast that he is a blur in motion, hence his name. And almost, and almost a blur in giving his report until he's told to slow it down to a thousand words a minute or something somebody can understand. He's rather nervous and high-strung, not unusual for an Autobot who sometimes seems to be part thoroughbred Cybertronic racehorse, if there was such a thing. But he is courageous and loyal and determined to do what's required, whether or not it's dangerous. Uh, His abilities. In robot mode, he carries an electro-laser that reverses the polarity of an enemy robot's microcircuits and leaves him motionless. His humanoid mode is built for speed, and he looks longer and leaner than most Autobots. When When he's in his vehicular mode, he's a racing car that routinely breaks the speed of sound, and then some, leaving a trailing image as it hurtles across the distance. Dude's pretty rad. He is. Does he have a weakness? No, they didn't list a weakness for him. Yeah, it was weird, but some of the later characters, they don't list the weaknesses, and that's my favorite part. Yeah, I did too. I like that too. Does he have a weakness? Uh, no, I'm going to say his probably weakness is probably not being able to pay attention to detail because he's so distracted by his ADD. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He is definitely the ADD robot of the Transformers. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing to I'm like, oh, a bicycle. So, <laughs> yeah. But, I, uh, I like him. Yeah, I like him too. I loved his design in the show and all. And like as you can see on the profile, and I guess we're going to post that on the page. Yeah, we'll post it. Okay. Um, his design is so cool because he looks like all of the movie Transformers. They all had these really cool, like, they were sort of beveled They were like slender, right? They were like more angular and more sleek and less Yeah, they were boxy. more sleek, yeah. And and it had sort of a, I don't know, it's like almost like an organic feel to oh, them. Yeah, like they, oh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was thinking, let's give a little clip to Blur. You know, for huh. for let's. I, I was thinking, let's give a little clip to Blur. Yeah, let's <laughs> let the uh, the listeners hear what what he sounds. How like. fast he talks, you know? Because yeah. he's so cool, you know. What do you got what? for us? I don't know. Oh, I thought you had something. You usually come in hot. The thing they're trying to do with these new characters is make them. Oh, new someone new talking. Sorry. So we have the- nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
But yeah, you look at his design, like the vehicle and the fi- and the like the robot's design, and then you look at the picture of the actual toy. Yeah, and it's a big difference. Um, yeah, I actually do like the toy though, and I usually don't like those things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure his legs don't move that great or anything, but he looks like a nice a nice figure for for yeah. back in the day because the Transformers figures they were kind of, back in the day they were kind of yeah. I don't know they didn't really my, grab my attention. My buddy had Blur. Uh, he got actually he got most of the movie Transformers all around one time, and uh, like Springer and um, Cup. And Hot Rod and Blur. I, I wish, like, if it was me and, and I was a part of these, like, third party figures, they would be the top of the line figures that I would probably be uh-huh. making right now. Yep. It's like, I would want a Springer figure so bad. Mm-hmm. And a Cup figure is my number one. He's like one of my number one favorite characters. And I, I need a Cup figure so bad. Yeah. But definitely, the old figure looks pretty cool. I like him. He's, he's, uh, he's an interesting character. Um, He's kind of like the Flash of the Transformers. Yeah, yeah. the only thing I remember is him trying to get on the uh, get that Dinobots on the uh, shuttle. Well, he's also there's one part there where he's when they're fighting the Decepticons off of Autobot City, like he's running to every window in the place shooting, like he's pow 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 pow, and he just goes to different windows shooting out. That's awesome. Yeah. I always get him and the other one confused. The the mini one. What? Who, what's his name? He's like orangish. She's like oh, really tiny. Really? Wheelie. Wheelie. I always get him and Wheelie confused for some they're kind reason. Of, they're actually kind of similar in design. Did they like, share parts from back in the day? Huh? Did it, I don't think they shared parts from back no, in the day. No, 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 no. He was way bigger than Wheelie. Wheelie was the size of most of the mini Transformers at the yeah. time. And Blur was like around the same size as Hot Rod. I think he was taller than Hot Rod, but his vehicle mode... Well, I don't know. He was kind of stretched out in vehicle mode because if you look at the pictures, he's holding that shield in his left hand, and that shield was actually the nose of the car. Like it has uh, a little clip on it, yeah. and it would clip into wow, where the car. Wow, that's cool, man! The engineering of these figures is just out of this world. How they think about that stuff. I was thinking about it today. Um, if my car was a transformer, what it would look like? Because I don't think they did a Ford Fiesta <laughs> yeah. yet, and I thought it'd be so cool. I was thinking about designing it. Uh, I don't know. I might design it one day and, and just Do pop it. it up. I would definitely, I call my car Froggy because he's, <laughs> he's like this neon green. It's a neon green Ford Fiesta. And uh, I would definitely probably give him like a froggy style kind of face, like a frog style face, like a tree frog, frog type of look. He's trying yeah. to, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he was, I remember um, my friend's. Blur. It was the only problem with it was it was real floppy, and it got that way in no time. Oh really? Um, yeah, because the way he transforms, like if you look at the the back of his wrists or forearms and all, those things would flip down, and that was those little pylon things that stick out the front of the vehicle on each oh, side. Oh, I see it. Yeah. And and then his 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 whole underbody, like his his crotch and everything, would fold under him, and that was where the wheels were. You can see the wheels on his knees. Oh and yeah, then yeah. His, his backpack would fold up, and it would the chest and the backpack would come together and kind of hide the face, and then oh, he'd I have that it. little antenna thing sticking out the top. Yeah, and, it's cool. You know what? I think these figures were more about the 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 vehicle mode. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's so neat. Yeah, but he was he just really floppy though. I remember that. I think it was because of the diecast in it. It could have been because. 
I, if I remember correctly, like his upper arms were die cast. And oh, no shit. Yeah, they yeah. look like they're uh, they're shiny compared to the rest of the body. Yeah. And um, he was, what I remember th- he was pretty, you know, all of them were kind of heavy, you know, but uh, I know for sure. I think Cup's chest was die cast, like the front of the truck that, that turned into his chest. If I remember correctly, it was die cast. And he's got his little logo right above his his uh, manhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you see, he's got the um the reveal the shield thing on his. Oh yeah. His so but why would they have that if it's right above it in in a vehicle mode? Uh, th- that was just purely a gimmick that we loved as kids. That was yeah. all that was about. It's like, oh cool, I get to I make the that. You know who started out? I think Battle Beast started out right. Yeah, yeah. If it, if not. Because because they were both Takara properties, and they were they were both Hasbro properties in the same vein. Um, they were somehow related to each other because in wow. Takara, I think the they were I think they were called Laser Beasts or something like that. There's a lot of people that know way more about Battle Beasts than I do because I never collected them, but I know they're so, connected in some way. So is Hasbro was like king of the toys back then. They, yeah, they I didn't realize how much shit they were putting out. As a kid, you don't. I me personally, I wasn't looking at who made it. Okay, you know. You, you, Hasbro put out G.I. Joe, Transformers, Battle Beast. They put out Visionaries. Um, what else was it? Hasbro's is shit, huh? Yeah, yeah. They had a bunch of stuff that was coming out at the same time. There it Visionary, is. There it is. Visionaries are a cool time. Hmm? You got it? Let's do it. Yeah. This is the Micro Machines guy. Yeah. You guys hear it? No, you need to start over and bring it up. Kind of. Yeah. You're gonna do it. That was it. That's awesome. That's I will. I will say the the old Transformers had some of the coolest weapons. Yeah. Like look at that gun he's got there. And uh, uh like they were the, all the, long guns though. That's the one thing. I feel like every Transformer I have has a long weapon. Some of them had shorter ones, but yeah, a lot of them were long. Yeah. Um, if you look at the 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 picture in the the group email that that uh, Pizza posted with that version of Blur, that's the Target Master version. Okay. And they released that like the next year or whatever, and they redid several of the movie Transformers. And, and if you look at his stomach, there's a little hole. In his stomach, that's different than the other version. Yeah. Okay. And that was that was for holding the Target Master weapon, and they oh, did nice. that in all of them. Like Cup had a hole in the back of the truck that you could put his Target Master weapon. I think Cyclonus had a Target Master and oh, Scourge. So explain what a Target Master weapon is. To all right. People that if don't you know this if shit. you if you look at the gun in his hand in that picture, the gray and we're black gonna post gun, this on the site. So when you're listening. Just go to the site, look down our page, and you'll find this little blue robot dude with with a gun that looks like a little another robot yeah. putting his feet up in the air like he's trying to take a shit. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how they transformed. It was like take your trans, take your little robot, fold him in half. There you got a gun. Yeah, so that was that was what it was, and <laughs> and so he he was a he was a robot too, and um. But yeah, they did that with all of them. Like all of, well, not all of, like most of the movie guys. Like I think there was a Target Master, um, Hot Rod, Blur, Cup, uh, Cyclonus, and Scourge. They all had Target Master stuff. And there might you have know, been. 
His uh, his face is a nice sculpt. You talking about um, blurs? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a real cool robot face. Which one am I looking at here? There's two of them. Yeah, there's two blurs. There's one of them. The one with the gray and black gun is the target master. He's got like a hole in his stomach area. And then the other one is the regular release, the first release from the movie. Okay. And that's the one that's got the black gun. So you guys like the one with the hole in his chest. I like I like the regular version because I, I liked his gun better. I, I didn't like him having a big hole in his stomach. Okay. But the other one's cool, too, because he had a target master, which was it's cool to have little tiny robots that turn into things. So. I like his gun better in the original, too. Yeah, it's just like a rifle. Yeah. Which that's kind of what he has in the movie. He's holding a rifle in yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, no, they don't have him with the rifle on the bio card. Hmm. The the ones that we're looking at. So that's blur. That's blur. So are we ready to move on to the next dude or any yeah, other observations for, about? Yeah, who you got for us? For You're coming bio. in hot. Coming in hot. All right, all right, all right. We're talking about. Hmm. I said you're coming in hot. You're sizzling. sizzling. All right. Well, we're talking about bombshell. Hmm. Bombshell's a cool dude. Uh, his allegiance is Decepticon. His subgrouping is Insecticon. And if okay. you don't love the Insecticon, something's wrong with you. So. Yeah, you're, you're F to the A. <laughs> you're, you're probably a, a mouth-breathing, like, mud monkey or something. I don't know you're, whatever you're, a mud monkey is, but you're probably one of those. Mud monkey. Mud you're monkey. Probably, What's a mud monkey? I, like I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's a monkey yeah. that lives in the mud. But, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I like mud monkeys. Uh, let's see. His function was psychological warfare. And his nice. first appearance in the comic books was Transformers number 16. Okay. And his really? by, his uh, quote is, "My mind, the mind is my playpen. Oh, that's evil. That is evil. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So here's his profile. Whether it refers to a robot or a human's, Bombshell's credo carries the same awful meaning. Once he sinks his stinger into someone's head... It's unlikely that that someone will ever think for himself again. His Damn. ability, to, yeah, his ability to turn foes into helpless accomplices makes this Insecticon one of Decepticon leader Megatron's favorites. And Bombshell's yeah. and Bombshell's interest in his victims doesn't even doesn't end with mere control of his mind. Given his cruel sense of humor, Bombshell finds nothing more entertaining than to have his unwilling followers perform embarrassing and debasing acts. And a, <laughs> An amusement he eagerly shares with his evil comrades. I feel like I remember that character. You do remember him? Yeah. He yeah. was the beetle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He had the cannon. He had the cannon. Wow. Yeah. How cool. Yeah, he was like a bowl evil or something. And he and also that. talked like really weird. Like, yeah. pull up his voice, no job, and see if you can find his voice on, on one of the G1 cartoons. How do you spell his, how do you spell his first name? Bombshell. <laughs> B-O-M-B-S-H-E-L-L. I don't know how to spell yeah. that. And it's all just one word. Bombshell. Yeah, and just From look up Bombshell G1 and you should be able to find it. Yeah, make sure the G1's in there. You're going to get some fucking animal shit. Yep. <laughs> It's true. Uh, his abilities. In his insect form, Bombshell is particularly adept at using his tiny size to infiltrate human populations. He then uses his stinger to inject a tiny cerebro shell into a human's head. The really? microcircuited device travels through the blood until it reaches the brain, whereupon it opens up and releases tens of thousands of connecting wires. Jesus. The wires that sounds coil like around. Yeah. 
the wires coil around nearby neural dendrites until the brain's conscious functions are effectively rerouted through the cerebro shell, which puts the mind of the victim under the remote control of bombshell. He has a flying range of 5.7 miles in this form. In his larger robot form, Bombshell Stinger is used in much the same way against other robots, higher function, high functioning, high function mental circuitry. The major difference is that once the stinger is pressed against the metal casing of the victim's head, the small laser torches on the side of the stinger uh, rotate rapidly to carve a small hole in the casing, allowing the stinger to inject a cerebro shell. He also carries a head-mounted mortar that can throw a 50-pound explosive shell eight miles with very good accuracy. Eight miles? That's like some Storm Shadow shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe he and Storm Shadow teamed up. <laughs> That's 20 miles. Hey, maybe they did. They do have those team-ups going on right there. There you go. All right, his weaknesses. Successful removal of one of Bombshell's Cerebro shells allows its possessor to use it against him by sending false signals back to him. Some tougher metals are impervious to his laser torches. Often, Bombshell will make the mistake of playing with his victim rather than paying more attention to more important matters, such as an Autobot assault. That's sinister. When you get... Oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's go ahead. very hard to find like little clips of like, yeah. these guys talking. He had kind of a scratchy voice, you know? He was like, oh, it's a yeah. kickback! That whole profile that I just read, you can just about throw all of that out the window whenever you get to the Transformers cartoon because most of that didn't even apply. Because okay. um, mainly in there, he used his the little shell things or, or he used something and it allowed the Insecticons to make clones of themselves out of scrap metal. Whoa. Yeah. That's like crazy. It, it, out of scrap metal? Yeah, he's like one of the most interesting bad guys I've ever heard about. He's pretty cool. Like, it was... It, it was he and um, Shrapnel had to work together to do that. Like, all right, he would, if I remember correctly, it's like it's in the episode where the Insecticons first show up, and they're in Bali or something like that, and there's some wrecked cars or something in a field where they're fighting, and they're getting outnumbered by the Autobots. And so uh, Bombshell fires his something off of that thing on his head, and if I remember correctly, Shrapnel shoots it with some kind of energy and all those wrecked cars and stuff just kind of reform into clones oh of my the insecticons. God. That's crazy. Insecticons yeah. are crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he sounds like like the mind bender of, of yeah. uh, Transformers. Yeah. yeah, the bio here is more like the mind bender. Like he's really scary in this bio. Yeah, he sounds frightening as all yeah. hell. Like um some of the stuff like I love that how he can like how big was that? Like a fifty pound bomb? Bomb? Was that how much weighed? Uh, fifty pounds. Yeah, fifty pounds. Yeah, he's got a mortar that sh- throws a fifty pound explosive shell eight miles with very good accuracy. That's crazy. Like just picture you picked up picking up a fifty pound weight. I could well, probably gotta, throw it gotta, about twelve feet, maybe seven feet. This yeah. dude could throw it two miles. Well, it's not that he's throwing it; it's fired out of that cannon. He shoots it. Same right? thing. It's yeah. launching out. Five yes. miles, like eight miles. That's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna hit uh, Eminem's house. Because <laughs> <laughs> he lives eight miles from everybody. So, um, <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, he's he's a cool character. I, I remember, like, you look now at the the picture 
of him that I posted in the group, the Insecticons were so cool because all of them had cockpits. He looks cool. You see that yellow thing on his chest? Yeah. That was clear plastic, and you could open it up, and it had a little cockpit in there to fit a little figure in him. I had this one when I was little, man. He was one of my favorites. I had all the Insecticons. Actually, that might be a lie. I think I had him and Kickback. And who yeah. what was the other one? What kind of bug was he? Shrapnel was like a he was like uh one of those wood beetles or whatever that has the two big antlers that come out the front. He was a doodoo oh, beetle. Yeah, right? I don't, he I was what? Have, he was like a doodoo beetle, right? Kinda like that, yeah. Yeah. yeah kinda. Did those three come together? Because I guess if they came together I had all three. You could you could get the gift set of them, I think, later on. I'm not one hundred percent sure on that, so don't quote me but i probably I, so, did get it during christmas because it, it doesn't look like a toy i remember i would go into toys r us mm-hmm. and the transformer sections used to blow my mind and i, I wouldn't even want to go over there because i knew my parents couldn't afford those things because those yeah. shits were like 50 to fucking 100 dollars a piece yeah back unless in the, the tiny unless, unless you got the real tiny guys yeah, the tiny ones were like thirty dollars, right? Yeah. No, 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 they were cheaper no. than that. No, they were like you could get like the little mini figures, like Bumblebee and stuff like that, and they were like I think they were like five bucks or something like that, like maybe uh, I don't even know. I don't know that about five bucks. I think they were in the fifteen dollar mark. No, no, like the the for years the deluxes were like ten bucks. Now you got to realize this was early eighties economy. I mean, we've the economy's changed a lot since then. This is yeah, this is Reaganism. This is yeah, yeah. They were the money was flowing, yeah. but so um, I remember going there, and and it was like stacks of Megatron, stacks of Prime, mm-hmm. stacks of everybody. And my mom like, no, you go in the He Man aisle and pick out a He Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, He Man's like two ninety nine. Yeah, if you had if you had figured out that whole thing about the little mini Transformers, you could have had quite a collection. Because that was about all I had when I was a kid was the little guys. Uh, who was your like you had prime so i guess you made him your commander i never had prime oh no so I, who was your leading commander i you? had prime no job had prime yeah. Yeah, no i job. never I, had i always wanted an optimus prime but i never got him and even now like i still don't have the g1 optimus prime i, I collect optimus prime but i don't have him because every time i find him he's either missing parts or he's wrecked is he a lot of money too uh, he can be like if you get him complete with all his stuff, yeah, you're gonna pay out the butt. Really? But um, what about him and his package? Does he still hold up? Oh him? yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely, and and there's different releases too. You know, like they did different releases of them, and the packaging was a little different. Yeah, how do you? There's so many re-releases of these figures. I can't oh, even keep I up with them. I know. And see, the thing is, like, I am, I'm not a stickler about whether it's a first edition or not. Like, if I found, like, a reproduction of the original Prime, I'd probably go for that. But, That's um, cool. yeah. Yeah, I like the old figure. He has these, like, weird arm thingies. He kind of looks like a, kind of looks like this, like, abstract kind of Aztec type looking look to him. He's cool. Yeah. Well, I recently got the, the Combiner Wars bombshell. And he's such a cool little figure. And you're talking about cheap Transformers. Like, he's, I don't know, I've got Bombshell right here somewhere. Like, he's Ooh. he's like three inches tall or three. Like, he's he's about the size of, like, a Star Wars figure. Can you like send me that, that character? I want to look at him. Do what now? Like, can you send me that character? I want to look at him. Oh, yeah, I can I can find that. But he, um, the, the, 
combiner wars the combiner wars um bombshell is really nicely articulated um the only problem with it and this is why i kind of hemmed and hawed about getting it is they didn't release all of the insecticons whenever they released him they basically released him and in this line and that's it yeah now they released shrapnel in a different line like last year or something like that but the colors don't quite match up between the two okay yeah but let's see yeah here's a good picture of the two of them yes and this way i would like to see that yeah here you go uh, yeah, that looks sexy, man. That looks real sexy. Yeah, it's nice, cool. and and it was only ten bucks, and it's it's a really nice little figure, and I just carry him with me wherever I go. I like. Oh that. yeah, I used to have that shit when I was little, like little pocket buddies. What do you mean? Oh, I always carry toys wherever I go because I really? get bored. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. and he's got I like do- articulated. He's got articulated shoulders. He's got ball joints at the shoulders, and he's got these little uh, hinges that allow him to move his arms all the way back so he can do like a full arm stretch okay he's got ball joint ball jointed shoulder uh elbows he's got a a twist at the waist he's got ball jointed hips he's got hinged knees and he's also got rotating joints at the knees so you can pose him just kind of any way you want hey charles marsh is it safe to say that he's balling he's balling (laughs) he is straight up balling Yo, my man's got cannons on his knees. Like, who can say they got cannons on their knees? Well, he's got, if you look at him, he's got cannons in the ends of his fists, too. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's got that thing on top of his head. The only thing about him that's kind of a drawback to me is the his head is not articulated. But then why should it be? Because he'd never be able to see past those things besides his head, True. which the no, original figure. He's like one of those horses that are only told to go frontwards. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, got blinders on. That's probably his weakness. Did, did it, uh, his bio mention a weakness? Yeah, it did. It was. Uh, um, what was it again? <laughs> it was he can his cerebro shells. Like if somebody removes it and hacks with it, they can get back in like mess with his head. Oh, and they can make him think that something went like something went down that didn't. Yeah, or they can track him or something like that. And the other thing was that he gets so caught up in messing with like his puppets that he makes out of people that he doesn't weakness. pay attention to somebody um, attacking. Yeah, so basically he's one of the most uh, powerful uh, and scariest uh, Decepticons. At the same time, he's like one of the most weakest links. He's vulnerable, yeah. 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 Well, that was that was yeah. what was really good about the writing that Budiansky did. He always tried to make them really tough, but then he always had some weakness for them. Mm. That was just as equal as their toughness. Mm-hmm. I feel him. Yep. See, now I know why that guy's so pissed, because he's a genius, and he doesn't get appreciated for what he wrote. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, he created the Transformers universe, pretty much. Dude's in the really- stratosphere, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's awesome, dude. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, we got to take a break real quick, right. and uh, we'll come back. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, we'll come back to some uh, Transformers, you know, uh, bios. All right. From the realm of the Underworld Collection. Finally! Nothing can stop me from conquering the Overworld. Not a fucking hell, but Acromancer. Hercules! 
Get in my arch fiends. Oh yeah? Take that, bone face. With interchangeability to the core, swap parts from your favorite figures to keep the battle raging. Not so fast, Hercules. The battle has just begun. Hercules, Acromancer, and Archfiends from the Realm of the Underworld collection, each sold separately. Collect all of them from Zola World. So, what do you guys think about these uh, Realm of the Underworld figures? Uh, it's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, it, it's got that great old toy feel to it, you know? Like the yeah. the... Masters of the Universe figures and stuff like that, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Did you uh, take take notice to the slime drones that are coming out? Yes. Him? They have some. They have some pretty sexy packaging. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks cool. If I don't say so myself, <laughs> we had Zolo on and we talked about slime for a while. So like, yeah, I I understand his um expertise in slime and uh, i'm sure he's gonna do a slime <laughs> drones I'm sure he's, he's a slimy guy he's a he's a slime, he's a expert. slime expert yeah he really is and uh he i'm sure about the consistency of slime i'm sure the slime is gonna be just right he came up with well actually his friend came up with one of the best names ever hmm. corpse tooth i just love that name that's what i yeah, feel like right that's now pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are corpse tooth. Yeah, I'm corpse tooth. I had surgery that. yesterday with a tooth pulling, so I feel like corpse Yikes. tooth. That's gruesome, dude. It is gruesome. When you look at my mouth, it's definitely gruesome. It's toxic <laughs> terror. <laughs> it's death pile and Rob no job Rob's mouth. Oh his tooth is the last descendant. <laughs> Lives on. <laughs> okay. So um Let's check out some of these slime drones. Uh, what is the what has he got? Realmoneyotherworld.com. Uh, you can check out the slime drones that are coming out. I think they're on pre-order right now. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cool, dude. The first wave is probably my favorite wave. It's got a Crystal Crisis figure. Mm-hmm. He looks so cool. He looks yeah. cool. And Crisis have, is like the the barbarian looking dude, like the the. He looks regular. real cool. Yeah, he looks really cool. He's got like this nice shield and. Is his shield transparent as well or no? Yeah, it's looking that way. It looks like it has like little sparkles in it too, like on a birthday cake or something. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. Damn, is that another figure I want to eat? Yo, check this out, Hercules, all green, slime drones, toxic Hercules. Pre-order at underworld at underworldfigures.com. Slime drones. Look how nice that looks, man. Toxic mm-hmm. Terror Hercules. He does look cool as hell. Yeah, he yeah. does. I'll I'll definitely admit that, man. He looks great. Uh, I think he's sold out already, though. I think Wave 1 and... I'm not sure if Wave 2 sold out, but I know Wave 1 is sold out of uh, the Slime Drone figures. Or the first assortment, if you would say. As soon as I looked at the sword, I wanted to wield it. I know, right? Yeah. That looks so cool. Like yeah, it is a cool sword. Yeah. Yo, check out this guy. Gruesome. Is that uh, the- you can go to uh, Realm of the Underworld's Facebook page and you can check out all these figures uh, in the photo albums. Mm. And they got this guy, his name is Gruesome, and uh, he's nasty, dude. He's like all red. He looks like he's the Acromancer body. Acromancer. But it looks like he's bleeding out his eyes, oozing out his eye with all this Wh- clear slime. Which which folder are you looking at in the albums? I don't see a folder in the albums. To be honest with you, I just see the album pictures. What's oh, timeline. Just, just in these photos. Okay. Timeline photos. Wait, there's an album. Who does these okay. pictures? They're really good. Yeah, he I does think he pictures. does them. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Is that really slime, or did he Photoshop that in? 
that clear no, slime. That, the figures come with the slime. He has clear slime? He mm. has every different color slime. Fuck, crazy. I want clear slime. That's so cool. <laughs> look how nice that looks, right? Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. It does look cool. It looks really good on a clear figure, too. Mm. Looks really good in the box, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give it I'll give a like nice shout out to my man Chris Bacon for doing the artwork Those on this. Boxes are sweet. <laughs> I think yeah. he did a good job. If, I, if I'm gonna say someone's up, I think he did a good job on that shit. They, they look okay. <laughs> they look okay, but I'm I'm pretty happy with the way they came out. Yeah, Thumbs yeah. up to Chris Bacon, all right? Check yeah, them out. Slime drones. Realms of the Underworld. Zolo World. Zolo world. That is yeah. cool. I like that clear crisis, I think. I like. But I mean, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm always going to be like all about those skeleton dudes and the skull dudes. So those are my favorites. Yeah. They nasty looking, man. I love in this clear slime stuff. I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't even know slime came in clear. It comes in just about every color in the book. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I guess like they they add the color into the clear. Yeah. Right? No. Um. Yeah, I not. mean, it's like you can you. They, it's all a pigment thing. So I'm yeah, thinking the like, slime is like just like the regular clear is like just slime without pigment in it. They probably yeah. don't add egg, any pigment to yeah. the clear, right? Right. Fuck, that's what slime looks like without pigment. I guess. Got my kinda, attention. Kind of looks like snot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like snot. There's also a side character in this. Hmm. Uh. Jesse Ch- Chog Chardnog. How do you oh, pronounce his um, name? Uh, Sh- Shagnon. Shagnon. But I know the guy. Prince he's Al Gore. Guy, no, he's he's the guy behind Doomkick, the okay. the yeah. website that reviews toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has a figure that's coming out in the Slidendromes uh, wave mm-hmm. called Prince Al Gore, and he looks pretty cool too. That dude looks awesome. Yeah. The blobby head guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. He's probably like my second favorite out of all of them. Yeah, he's been making those little guys. Like he started making them in resin, those little heads, and it was just like just little blobby dudes. And then he started attaching them like to figures that were like resin masters of, or or Rimco bodies like these. And what? um now it's I guess they're doing like an official run of them in the slime drones. This might be weird, guys, but I want to snuggle with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like the colors that they pick. He looks uh, really good when his head matches the body. Like, it looks mm-hmm. tight. Can I yeah. hold him in my bed? <laughs> Did you looks- see the dragon dude? Now, this is what we're all excited about because yeah. it's a new, brand new head. The last And descendant. we're all excited about a new head. It's the last descendant, and he looks great. He's like this yeah. dragon dude, and... He's got this huge head and he's like nasty looking man. Yeah, I'm I'm all about I'm all about weird stuff. Like yeah. like just the human guys don't really do a whole lot for me usually on any toy line, but you give me a big dragon head, dude, I'm there. I like dragon heads. Mm-hmm. He looks cool as fuck. Yeah. What do you think of that skeleton, the sinister sludge arc fiend? I like them all. The skeleton cool, dude right? with the red and the black? Yeah. What's his I name? I like how his eyes are painted black. He looks nice. Dude, that dude is sweet. Is he standing in clear is he standing in clear slime? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yep. He looks awesome. He uh Mike Solo also did the um the what would you call that? The display in the back that these figures are displayed on. 
Oh, he made yeah, like a backdrop too. or he you made know, the or... ground and all the skulls stuck in there and he How did all he that. How does he do that? How does he make those little backgrounds like that? You know, we'll have him come on the show and I would like him to explain all yeah, that. Yeah, that looks but like yeah. something you should explain. That's cool. Yeah, he's he has many skills, man. Is he a photographer as well? He's a photographer. He's uh, you know, some kind of general in the army and some shit. He's he's good. <laughs> Damn, man. I gotta, we got to have we got to have him back on here and, and discuss all this. You know, one cool thing that, like, when I look at these figures, uh, I look at, these are great for customizing because the parts are interchangeable. Mm. Like, you can you can pop the arms off of one figure and pop them on another. Mm. And the legs, too. And the heads. Now, some, some of them are not, like, quite the same fitting as others. But most most of them do fit between each other really well. Yeah. And um, Yes, speaking of customizing... Um, my uh my friend Soshi, he uh did a oh, couple yeah. of uh, customizations on these and they're just the craziest looking things, dude. The things that this guy comes up with. Soshi's he's like he's like, what is he thinking? Charles talked about Soshi before. No, not so <laughs> no. We're talking Shoshi. about Shoji um oh, any other time I could oh, <laughs> Shoji uh, Oishi, I think is his name. Soshi? Right? He's like the creator of Frenzy Brothers. He oh, does yeah. the uh the what is it called? The thirty-eight barbarian warriors, I think it's called. Yeah, I think so. You guys confused the hell out of me with all this Soshi talk. Uh, yeah, so it's so Soshi. You're thinking of Fubi, but you were pronouncing it Soshi. On no, he was talking about Sokis. That's Sokis, Fubis, Soshis. How do you guys expect me to keep up with all this? That's crazy. We were talking about Sokis, and you said Soshis, but we just went with it. So wait, what are we looking at? Soshi, Sokis. Shoji's custom heads. <laughs> it's a guy. It's a guy from Japan, and he's a he's a sculptor and designer and all. And his name is Shoji Oishi, okay. if I'm pronouncing Shoji that correctly. Oishi. Isn't it? Isn't it Oishi? And that's his last name. I'm 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 hoping it's correct. Yeah. Well. But yeah. I'm well, he's, he's like one of the best sculptors out there right now. He he I love his stuff. does some really good sculpts because. What he does is he, what would you say, what would you call it? Because he does like Safubi kind of sculpting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and explain explain to No Job like how that's different Wait, from. Did you say Safubi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Safubi, Soshi, Soshis. <laughs> Sokis. Sokis. Keep up with Sokis. the S words, man. <laughs> this is very confusing to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, Shoji, he, he, he sculpts um, figures for the Japanese toy collecting community and like they're made in japan they're made in like factories in japan and a japanese toy factory is completely different than the ones in china because like often it's uh just like a couple working in the back room of their house and they produce hundreds and hundreds of these toys but they're never in the the massive quantities as the ones that are made in china and and they just they're the qualities a lot higher like the the actual um uh vinyl that they're using is a lot sturdier and so it's higher it, quality than china yeah it's high quality and it's uh lower run okay and so you know because- no job you should tell china how you think that japanese has more high quality than china does yeah whenever you get them on the phone let them know yeah. i'll tell them how it is 
Yeah. Yeah. Because that shit, if you guys are telling me, I'll tell them. <laughs> tell them. <laughs> that was a Danger 5 reference if no one got that. That's fucked up, man. I didn't get it. Japan no. is out outnumbering China with action figures. China's supposed to be a superpower. Well, China's outnumbering them on the toys. They're just, the quality's better on the Japanese. Yo, quality stuff. before quantity, you know yeah, what I say. Right. Yep. That's how we roll here at Wookiees, do. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> Soshis and Sokis and like Sopees and like. So, guess what? Next episode, we're going to have writer Shannon Chambers from Western Grandma. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty cool, right? Hell yeah. It is. Western Grimm in the house. What a cool trading card set. I like it. The coolest. All right, geeks. That was fun. That was fun. I had a grand time. I did, dude. I always have a good time. What do you guys talk about? This is what geeks do. I'm No Job Rob signing off. A little slice of pizza. I'm out. <laughs> Later. Thanks, thanks, Charles, for coming on the show. Oh, anytime. Ooh. Until next time, episode 9, Wookiees Do, signing off. Stay tuned for episode 10. Wow, what a round number. <laughs>